0: Tuesday night, January 3rd, 2023. That's going to take some time to get used to saying happy new year to the Tan and J man show nation, Terry Lee and Josh, the J man back for yet another year of the podcast. Yeah, this is year seven. Whew, it's hard to believe crazy, real hard to believe, Crazy, but uh, it's, it's going to take me a while to get used to saying 2023. Uh, I already wrote 2022 down for something today and then realized it too late. But
1: uh, yeah, uh, it usually takes me a couple months. It's pretty pathetic. Yeah. There, there, there was one time I remember <laughs> doing it in June. So. That's pretty bad.
0: That's pretty bad. Yeah. At least with this one, if you don't complete the two entirely, you can loop. turn it into a three. So That's right, it's a little different than next year. A three to a four would be a little
1: more difficult. Yes. Uh, a J man specialty is screwing something up when he's riding and having to add an extra loop or an extra line.
0: Where's the whiteout? Where's the whiteout? <laughs>
1: I have some birdie bogey for you here. Yes. Time to kick it off with a birdie. Yes, we are back to even. You know, we had, um, I was thinking this, we had uh, each had 26 opportunities um, to answer 52 weeks. Of course, you you missed at least two weeks last year. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I missed a week last year. Anyway, um, about 26 opportunities and uh, finishing uh, six over actually isn't that bad in the grand scheme of things. Could have been worse.
0: We, we were doing really bad for a while, so yeah. we kind of got hot at the end.
1: So. Or, or we made the questions easier.
0: <laughs> that could
1: be. Brock Purdy recorded his fifth straight game with multiple touchdown passes, which is tied for second longest streak by a rookie quarterback since the 1970 merger. Can you name the only quarterback that has the longer streak? Ooh, that's a good one. Of multiple touchdown passes uh, to start a career? That's a good one. Yeah. It's a really so, good one. Birdie Bogey is now brought to you by Arlington Public House. Arlington Public House has upscale cuisine and cocktails with a casual atmosphere located 703 Main Street, Rochester, Indiana. Their phone number is 574-223-7101. They will be closed until when, did you say? Was it January 15th? That sounds right. I think the next two in weeks. The yeah, the next two weeks. So, uh, Tan, Tan the man and I, uh, before we got significant others, we uh, frequented that place uh, quite a bit.
0: <laughs> yeah, I still, I still go there when I'm back in Rochester yes. quite a bit. Uh, it's a really good place to get dinner at. I mean, if you want a good steak, if you want good seafood, um, if you want good drinks, and they always have a constant rotating menu too always adding new things switching up their menu. so really good place to eat in downtown rochester if you're if you're looking to have a night out on the town
1: mm-hmm. absolutely get your veggies one last time
0: one last time how to throw mm-hmm. that in there and you can get good veggies there so end of an era yes end of an era end of an era so <laughs> well um we got a lot to talk about tonight of course um a lot of our normal segments, but I want to start off the show with really what the sports world's talking about today. Mm-hmm. And that's Damar Hamlin, defense back for the Buffalo Bills, that uh just on her what looked on her look looked like a routine tackle on a play to T Higgins. Stands up, just collapses. Mm-hmm. Um unbelievably scary incident. Um They had to give him CPR on the field for at least eight minutes, if not ten minutes. I've seen conflicting reports on the time of that. Uh, Ambulance came out on the field, took him to the near uh, University of Cincinnati Hospital, where uh, he was listed. Last I knew, in critical condition. Um, man, it's just unlike anything I've ever seen in
1: in, in a sporting event. Yeah, I've uh, I've never seen anything like it. You know, I saw the play, but I turned it before he collapsed back down on the field. I actually turned to the Purdue game. Um, I'm sure you're going to talk about that later, but, um, and then I turned back maybe 10 or 15 minutes later and the ambulance is out on the field and no time had been off the clock. So I'm like, what in the world happened? And then of course I saw the replay of it. It, it looked like a fairly innocent hit. Um, obviously hit him just right. And who knows if there's not underlying issues with that, but, um, the reaction of his teammates and the Bengals players said it all. I mean, they were crying, um, ridiculously unbelievably scary situation uh there it sounds like um his his vitals are back to normal not maybe not normal but they're good now uh he's still heavily sedated and uh we just we don't know how it's going to be once uh they kind of bring him out um of the coma they put him in but uh, again unbelievably scary scenario um could have could have happened to anyone i think that was on a lot of the players minds is like uh we absolutely cannot continue i mean it, it was very evident they couldn't continue last night and um i'm not sure what they're gonna do you now going forward
0: um you know and it was one of those situations where you know we've seen guys unfortunately break their necks yeah. um we've seen i don't know if i've ever seen anybody get paralyzed i know people have In in NFL history, and of course in the history of the sport of football, but I don't know if I've ever seen a game where somebody got actually paralyzed. Um, But I can I can count many guys who have broke their necks. You know, we've seen head injuries, which unfortunately we've come accustomed to, Mm -hmm. serious head injuries, and people getting stretched out and stuff. But yeah, nothing, nothing like this. Nothing, and it just shows you, you know, yes, in my opinion, athletes do get overpaid, but especially pertaining to football players, we need to remember what these guys are putting their bodies through. Right. What they're risking every time they step on the field. Because this is a man's sport. This is a combat sport. It's a violent sport. Um. And they're just trying to do what they love. I mean, this was this was his dream. You know, Pittsburgh kid who grew up in Pittsburgh, of course, went to the University of Pittsburgh. Then he's in the second year with the Buffalo Bills. He's a starter. He was a sixth-round pick. Um, good guy from everything I've, I've heard and really good kid. Um, just hope he comes out of this okay. I yeah. mean, put f- football aside, I don't really care. I mean, if, if he's able to play the game again in a safe manner, fantastic. But not mm-hmm. even – Football related, you know, speaking, um, just hope he can come back and live a yeah. live a good life.
1: Um, doing CPR for eight minutes—that's um, that's a long time. Yes. Uh, so, and obviously, we don't want to speculate and have no idea no. Uh, what the prognosis is. No. I'm sure the doctors don't even know right now, right? Um, but it's 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 just it's just an I, I I've never seen CPR being administered on the field. No. Um, no. ever, or, or, or even heard about it off the field. Mm-hmm. Um, of course I remember the Kevin Everett is it, was that his name? Uh, Kev, Kevin, Kevin Everett? Everett, was it Everett? Um, back, uh, for the bills actually in the like 2007, 2008, uh, he was a tight end. He was on the kickoff team and he, he got almost par. I mean, he, he was pretty much paralyzed at that point. Um, he, he can't walk a little bit. Uh, that Eric LeGrand uh, for Rutgers is the first guy. That's that, right. That's right. Kind of pops into my mind who's uh, wheelchair bound now That's um, right. after a nasty hit when he was at Rutgers. Uh, but nothing, nothing like this. Um, shocked the sports world um, to its core, to, to the point only one guy was really thinking about football, and his name was Skip Bayless, um, which uh, we can go hours and hours. Uh, I'd rather not even talk about and him, be Skip honest. But yeah, no, no, no one's thinking about football. Obviously, the the games um, have to be played uh, eventually, and I I don't I mean R- Roger Cadell's in a bad uh, spot with this as well, and not really the only focus should be on Demar Hamlin.
0: Yeah, no, hundred um, percent. You know, people are now wondering what's what's the NFL going to do mm-hmm. next because they came out and said the game between the Bills and Bengals is not going to be played this week. Um. You know, I'm I'm not. I'm trying not to look at the football side of things, but when we are, you know, we are a sports podcast. We talk a lot about the NFL, and when you look at the playoff picture, it's a pretty big game. Huge. I feel like they can't just
1: Mm -hmm. not do something. Um, I I think honestly, my dad gave me this idea, and I think you could easily do it. You um, maybe push back this week to next week and have the Bengals and uh, Bills play this week, Uh, then the rest of the teams play the next week. Um, and then you just, you just don't play the pro bowl. It's pretty easy. (laughs) Yeah. Um, the pro, no one cares about the pro bowl. Players don't care about the pro bowl. It's more about just getting into the game. Um, have, having pro bowl or next to your name it is actually playing in the thing. Um, so I don't know what Roger's going to do, but, um, I think that is the most logical because again, this, this game would be huge. I mean, the bills are fighting for the one seed. It has implications of whether, uh, they play their starters on Sunday, which could impact the Patriots, Dolphins um Steelers uh so uh it, it feels like the game has to be played uh but at this point I don't think really anyone even cares about that at that point. no
0: and know and I like what you brought about the Pro Bowl unfortunately I just don't think they'll do that so I uh, they should do it they should but I don't think they will especially with all the changes they've put into that and you know I yeah because well, I don't or think just, I, or
1: just move it to after this after yeah, the Super Bowl yeah yeah
0: that. like it used to be mm-hmm. um because I don't think you can push back the playoffs uh, with just I don't know TV scheduling and everything, especially the Super Bowl. I mean, you can't push the Super Bowl back.
1: Well, no, which which they I mean they wouldn't have to, all right? They, in, all in, in your
0: scenario, is, they wouldn't. But um,
1: but at the at the same time, the NFL is king, and so the right um, the TV providers like whatever you guys want. We don't no. care. Uh, do what you have to do because we'll broadcast it regardless. Um, I mean, there's billions of billions of dollars out there uh, with the TV. So um, they'll do whatever they have to do to make the NFL happy. The NFL will do everything they have to do to make sure uh, the integrity of the games and scheduling is not impacted. Um, Roger Goodell is not in an enviable spot right now um, as far as that goes.
0: No, I I wouldn't want to have the job to make the call of what to do next. Um, You know, and I saw a lot of backlash last night on the duration it took to call the game. We don't Mm. know everything that was being discussed behind the scenes. The NFL was probably not, you know, knowing the NFL, maybe they had called the game, but they were waiting to announce it to figure out what's next before Mm. they even did that. And then they couldn't figure that out. And they're like, okay, we're going to call the game. Even though the whole five-minute thing was very odd. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you're
1: watching watching your teammate uh, have CPR given to him. You're, All right, got five minutes. Warm yeah, up. Kick right. this thing back off. No. Right,
0: it's different if if he wasn't given CPR, take it off on the ambulance. Mm-hmm. You know, if it was just another unfortunately head injury
1: or neck injury or something, yeah. play on. But well, even like going back to other injuries, like when Tua had his thing and his hands went up in the air. Um it was pretty somber there for a while and it was it was hard for the players to get back into the thing and it was very evident
0: Same stadium
1: uh, that they were yeah same stadium that they were that both teams were kind of struggling with it um and and, and that was a bad situation but not even remotely close no. to what this was
0: No so we'll see what they do next it'll be interesting to follow this week Well yeah just unbelievably scary incidents. I I really think it's going to be one of those things we look on we look back years to come and we're going to remember where we were Mm-hmm. What we were doing, it's one of those inst- instances in our lifetime, especially rolling around sports because I feel like the whole world stopped watching whatever they were watching and flipped it over to either ABC, ESPN, or ESPN2.
1: Yeah.
0: Because yep. oh, I, I just got done watching the Purdue Rutgers game and had some text messages like, wow, I can't believe what's going on in Cincinnati. I'm like, what are you talking about? I checked my phone to score. I'm like, 7-3. to three. I, I was expecting to see like a crazy score or something, 7-3. Yeah. I'm like, what? And then I flipped it over. I'm like, oh, my gosh like he had just been taken out on the ambulance at that point so yeah yeah it's wild wild yep. stuff wild stuff but uh well since we're on the NFL topic let's just go right in and talking about really? the NFL uh, we got one week remaining Um, week 18 is this week, 17 weeks in the books. Who were your uh, three winners and three losers for
1: week 17? Three winners, three losers. My first winner, New York Giants going to the playoffs. I got them too. Yep. First time since uh, 2016 to do it. I still don't Mm -hmm. think they're very good. Uh, But you know what? All that matters is they got in and they did it. Well, and I think,
0: at least for the time being, for next year, maybe two, Daniel Jones is going to be their quarterback. I think they've they yeah. figured that out. So.
1: Um, I'm not sure if that's a great thing, but uh, we, we will find out. I, I will say Brian Dable has taken him to a mm. different level than I think most people thought. Great possible, hire. Yep. Um, there, so.
0: Yep, they're mm. one of my winners as well. Also, the Green Bay Packers, mm. a team I've ripped on all year, but here they are getting hot. And they not only beat the Vikings, they shellacked them. On their yeah. home
1: turf the other night it wasn't even close. They uh, are a team that no one wants to play come postseason. No one want. No one's gonna want to play Brady either. It, there's still that air around them, right? Um, when it comes to those type of players, and I definitely don't want to play Aaron Rodgers right now. It's, it's going to end up being a Tom Brady Aaron Rodgers uh, NFC Championship game, and it's just going to be the worst.
0: Well, now if Seattle wins, they're in, right?
1: I think if Green Bay wins, they're in regard. Well, Seattle might get in, um, but Green Bay's in regardless if they win them. Are they?
0: Okay. okay, Pretty sure. Because I knew if Seattle won, but Detroit won, it didn't really matter for Detroit. That's why it was kind of confusing why they flexed the the Green Bay-Detroit game in the Sunday night, but I think it was more the Aaron Rodgers, like you said, win-and-end scenario that
1: trumped everything. Um NFC scenarios here. I'll bring them up just to make sure I'm Yeah, cuz okay. they're confusing. Um pa- Packers clinch the 7 seed with a win. Okay. Uh Ly- Lions need a win at Green Bay and a Seahawks loss. Um you need their
0: old quarterback or their old quarterback. Yeah. No, nah, their quarterback, their quarterback's old team to win. Yeah, no, that's what I was trying to say.
1: <laughs> um Seahawks clinch with win versus win versus Rams and a Packers loss or tie. Um Versus the Lions. Okay, all right, that makes so. sense. It's it, it's pretty straightforward. If Packers win, they're in. That's all yep. that matters as far as that goes. Yep. So,
0: who's your uh, who? Were the Packers one of your winners then, or no? No, the De- okay. Detroit
1: Lions actually were uh, to put okay. themselves back into a spot after getting whooped by Carolina uh, to go and take it to the uh, Chicago Bears um, again. Just Bears, Justin man. Fields can run, but he was horrendous passing the ball. And he, I've never seen a fan base make more excuses for the quarterback than the Bears do for Justin Fields. I'm going to um, get He's ridicule- an electric, electric football player. But um, to just make every excuse in the book when he was just horrendous passing the ball um, – against a bad defense
0: too i'm gonna to get ridiculed for this comment i'm about to make but I'm, I'm here for it it's my first one of 2023 first of many i'm showing sure <laughs> mean. i think he's a more electric tim tebow
1: that's probably fair i th- he he throws except better tebow than one <laughs> yeah, except tebow one um he
0: does throw better
1: than tim but he throws but he's he's a he's a poor man's lamar jackson okay that's fair um that's probably better one he's he's a better runner than lamar and mike vick in my opinion
0: He's um, a really good runner, but how long could that be sustained?
1: Yeah, and and his his offensive line's trash. His it receiving is. core is one of the worst in NFL history. So get get him some web. I mean, they've traded a second round pick for Chase Claypool. I think most people, besides Bears fans, thought that was completely stupid to do that because Claypool hasn't done anything except be a famous TikTok dancer in his career. <laughs> and they gave up a six round pick or a second round pick for
0: him. Yeah, no, you're right. They they need a lot of help.
1: I just mm-hmm. I don't know if they'll get
0: it. So yeah.
1: yeah.
0: But they're in a good position to trade back to a quarterback hungry hungry. Yes. So. yes, they are. My third winner is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, just simply because somebody had to win that division, the, <laughs> the NFC South, when they did it. And like yeah. you kind of were saying, now Brady's in the playoffs. I mean, they could potentially get hot. Yeah. They still have a scary roster. They just haven't figured it out for some reason. But uh, yeah. they they got done when they needed to.
1: Yeah, uh, all, all that division needed to to have is just one team be okay. (laughs) Just no team stepped up. Saints were garbage. Panthers couldn't do it. Uh, Falcons are one of the worst teams in the NFL. And so Brady just got to walk in. It was not easy for him. Uh, It should have been easy, but he gets to walk in not even having a good team. Uh, It's kind of pathetic. Uh, My last winners, Jacksonville Jaguars. They stay high. I know they beat a terrible Houston Texans team, uh, but now they're in a winner take all for the AFC South Saturday night. Against the Joshua Dobbs left uh led Tennessee Titans. Um, I think the Jags get her done.
0: It's just crazy. I go back to October when the Broncos beat them in London.
1: And The Jags were toast. Yeah.
0: And then it turned their season around.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So And Jags yeah. shouldn't shouldn't have even lost that game. They could they shouldn't have. They were right
0: up right ten now. zip yeah. and then Lawrence threw a pick in the end zone and it changed the whole game. Yeah. Um, that was the last pick he had thrown until last week.
1: Yeah, Lawrence has been on a heater, yeah. uh, which is scary for the AFC.
0: Yeah, yes, it is. Yes, just, it just, is.
1: If if he turns into the star, you add it him in there with Allen and Burrow and Mahomes, um, and every everyone else slept in the dust. Herbert,
0: I'll throw Herbert, Her, Herbert.
1: Yeah, you can throw Herbert in there as well. Yeah,
0: yeah, no, that's a good one. Yeah, Jags
1: have been a fun story.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, three losers. Carolina Panthers are one of them. They were up 14 nothing against Tampa Bay, and they ended up choking away. Panthers controlled their own destiny uh, to get there. And, of course, going in to Tampa Bay, uh, Tom Brady doesn't lose home game very, home games very often. Uh, but uh, they, they had a chance to do it, and they just kind of folded in the second half.
0: Yeah, that's a good one. I meant to put them down. I didn't. I, I chose three others. But, yeah, the Panthers are a good one. Um, I put the Minnesota Vikings, mm. I mean, I know they're going to make the playoffs, but they're just starting to play some bad football.
1: Yeah. They're and point differential. Doesn't tell the whole story, of course, because you got to win close games, but, uh, and they've done it, Um, but they're a negative point difference. They, this is a team in any normal year. They'd be sitting there at seven and nine, six and 10 right now. I mean, they're not that good. I've been saying it all year too, and they've just found ways to win. You have, you have, you have, um, Washington Commanders. They're one um, of mine. Yep. Yes. Uh, Ron Rivera didn't know that they could be eliminated from playoff contention, so he stupidly started Carson Wentz, who uh, Carson Wentz is a quarterback bad enough to get you fired, um, and he's he's done it to coaches in the past. He just hasn't been the same since his knee injury. Uh, Through some bad interceptions. Fans are chanting for uh, Heineke come in and i don't know why they didn't start heineke to begin with but then rivera had no idea that uh, they could have been eliminated uh, so a really i don't know if i believe
0: that i mean um, you're a coach of a novel team how do you yeah. not know your playoff scenarios
1: it's it it seems dumb enough to think he wouldn't just say that as a joke or anything you know yeah um so i don't, I don't know how much longer rivera's got left as a head coach
0: yeah i really thought the whole nfc East was gonna make the playoffs Yeah. It would have been something. But my third loser, I'm sorry, Josh. um, Miami Dolphins. Oh, absolutely. And and I know they're playing with Teddy Bridgewater and then their third string, Mm -hmm. Skylar Thompson. Is that his name?
1: Yeah. He's awful.
0: But, um, well, most third stringers are not very good. But so, I mean, they hunt in there, but they're just not doing what they were doing Um, earlier this year when they were winning football games.
1: Up 14 to 7. They let. Mac Jones go down, kick a field goal, whatever. You could just feel it coming, though. And the one thing Teddy couldn't do is turn the ball over, and he ends up throwing a pick six to give the Patriots a lead right after they kick the field goal. Uh, And and then he gets hurt, and they had no shot with Skylar Thompson um, whatsoever. This If they lose, because, I mean, Dolphins still have the best odds to get that seven seed uh, because New England has to play Buffalo, and the Dolphins get the Jets at home. Uh, Somehow they still have the best odds. If the Dolphins were to lose to the Jets, it would be the worst collapse um, in the history of the Miami Dolphins. Sure. I mean, eight and three uh, had the, had, uh, they were the one seed. Yeah. And we were talking, we had discussion they had
0: a if they were the best team in the NFL. one Yeah.
1: Point. Um, Tua played bad against San Francisco and LA and they couldn't find a way to get it done against Buffalo. And then of course he gets concussed against the Packers plays terrible in the second half. Um, all they need to do is win one of these games, just one of them, and they'd, they would have clinched by now. Uh, but in typical Dolphins fashion, I'm so numb to it. Uh, <laughs> every single year, it feels like this happens, get seven and five, eight and four. Uh, all you have to do is win a couple, and you're in, and they just don't. Just they just don't. They have such a complex with losing there. It's such a it's such a, it's a culture thing. I was going to say, but
0: it's, it's built into the culture now. Yes. You know, many,
1: like... many co- head coaches have come in, haven't been able to change it, thought McDaniel was different. I think he is different in that uh, aspect. The problem is Stephen Ross is the dumbest owner <laughs> in the history of sports. McDaniel, if they lose, he's going to get fired this year. They're going to make another run at Tom Brady or Aaron Rogers. Sounds like uh, Ross prefers Rogers at this point. Um, their GM's going to somehow hold on. He's been there six years. Been to the playoffs once, have won a playoff game. They're under five hundred. He's given up all these draft picks. They have no first round pick. Uh they've they banked on a now oft injured uh quarterback. Uh they banked on an oft injured Bradley Chubb. Hasn't been productive.
0: you um,
1: They've they've banked on an often injured Teron Armstead at left tackle. He's been good when he's healthy, but again, he's missed four games, I think, this year. Um, banked on an oft injured Xavion Howard, hasn't been effective, been injured. Um, he needs to be fired, but he's in Ross's ring of trust for whatever reason. So, he hold on.
0: So, let me understand this. Um, so you're saying that you think if the Dolphins lose, they're gonna fire their coach?
1: I think so, really. Yeah, I and I think it, it would be the worst thing that franchise has ever done in the years of terrible things that franchise yeah, has done.
0: If they do um, that, I want Greg Penner to fly him into Denver, give him an interview because seriously.
1: Yeah I'd take him. um I th- if if he were to sur- which it it, it sound I, I just knowing Ross I think he's going to fire him. <laughs> um it, it's 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 shaky right now though yeah. yeah in the media. Yeah. And they say if he does survive their defensive coordinator will be canned which he should yeah. be. Their, their special teams have been the worst I've ever seen in, in Miami this year. It's been awful. Um yeah. so he's probably gone. They need just they have talent on defense but they're playing with a bunch of guys they picked up off the street in the secondary because everyone's, everyone's hurt, and they got hurt in like week three. Um, but they haven't been able to get a consistent pass rush with this uh, great front four they have. Um, it's it's just been awfully frustrating to watch. I do think they'll beat the Jets because I think the Jets are trash, uh, regardless of who starts at quarterback for the Dolphins. Now, one benefit that if they were to move games and give everyone a bye this week, maybe Tua could play in that uh, week 18. Uh, but again, that doesn't mean a whole lot right now. Um, it's just, it's classic Miami dolphins. They're actually not even one of my losers. <laughs> the <laughs> Baltimore Ravens are my last loser. Um, I know Lamar's hurt, but, uh, they haven't looked good. Uh, Ty- Tyler Huntley's not a good backup quarterback, but not many backup quarterbacks are good, but, uh, he's looked pretty bad and let Kenny Pickett, uh, drive the length of the field to, uh, win on Sunday night in Baltimore. Uh, Kenny's
0: had a couple of clutch moments yeah.
1: already in his young career. You see starting they have a decent chance to sneak in. Uh, if they win, I mean, I think they play Cleveland. Mm-hmm. On Sunday. They do. Uh, New yep. England loses the Buffalo dolphins, loses the jets. Pittsburgh sneaks in once again.
0: So. Mike Tomlin, man, the guy yeah. just wins.
1: He does just wins. So. All
0: right. Well, assuming the games do happen this week and let's go ahead and make our, make our last round of picks for the year.
1: I did win pick them on. Um, did you? I didn't even tell you that. Yes, I did.
0: I know we both had quite a few points.
1: Yeah, um, both over 100. It was real close. Yeah. Real close. Uh, Kansas City at Las Vegas. Um, Jared
0: Stidham played really well for the Raiders, yeah. which which surprised me. Almost led them to a win, but it was an overtime loss against the Niners. Um, Vegas has nothing to play for. Kansas City has stuff to play for. Uh, give me the Chiefs for 14.
1: Yeah, give me the Chiefs for 10. Um, Stidham played well, but again, <laughs> Raiders couldn't couldn't close her out.
0: Chiefs found a way to win another close game against the Broncos. The Broncos defense gives Mahomes some problems. It does. Um, he thrown has thrown four interceptions against him this year, and that total he had four total in his nine previous games against Denver. Yeah,
1: so. they've never beaten him, but it kind of reminds me of when Brady would play Miami. It seems like Dolphins defense will give him fits forever. Um and they'd end up beating them every once in a while. So yeah, that time's coming.
0: Yeah, yeah, maybe hopefully.
1: Um, yeah, uh, Tennessee Titans at the Jacksonville Jags.
0: Yeah, I got the Jags for thirteen. i'm rolling with the hot hand,
1: and I mm. Josh Dobbs can't get it done. Uh, I have the Jags for eleven. I don't see any way Tennessee wins there, especially if Derrick Henry doesn't play. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Baltimore Ravens at Cincinnati Bengals.
0: Yeah, it's it's hard to predict the Bengals and the Bills games. Um, not knowing what the mindset, I, a lot of players around the league really, but especially those two teams that were involved in that game last night. But, but I'm taking the Cincinnati Bengals at home for eight.
1: Uh, give me Bengals for fifteen. Um, I don't know if Lamar will play, but um, I don't think it matters. To be yeah, honest. yeah. Uh, Tampa Bay Bucks at the Atlanta Falcons. I got the Bucks for twelve. I have the Bucks for five. Um, I don't think they can really improve their seating. I don't know if Tom plays the whole game or not. Um what's what's the record? Are they nine and seven or eight and eight? The Bucks. Yeah. I think they're eight and eight. Are they? Well maybe they want to play to uh not have a losing record for the first time out. in Tom's career. But they
0: are eight and eight. Yep.
1: Yeah. That could be. Um Blake their backup. I mean, honestly oh. he's, he's he's probably okay enough to go into atlanta and win i can't believe that guy's
0: yeah. hunting around this long but. yeah
1: yeah he, he wasn't a star but uh no i mean you you look at guys like chase Daniels, been a backup for 13 years he, he, he wasn't a high draft pick like uh gabbert like gabbert was but true uh new england patriots at the buffalo bills i got the bills for nine i have the bills for 14 um don't know what kind of emotion they're going to have but i think there's no way the bills lose this one after what happened uh, last night. That's just my feeling on the situation. Um, how many did I say how many put on a fourteen? Mm-hmm. Uh, Minnesota Vikings at the Chicago Bears. I got the Vikings for seven. Um, Bears are a bit awful, but the Vikings haven't been playing too hot themselves either lately, so yeah, I could see Chicago winning this one and upsetting the Vikings. I don't I don't know if the Vikings are still fighting for seeding or not. Um, I don't think they have a shot at the. They might still have a shot at the one. Um, they'd have to you have a lot. Yeah, them. I
0: don't. Yeah, I don't think they. Uh,
1: I don't know. I don't know the scenarios off top of my head. So. Uh, give me the Vikes for nine. Uh, maybe the two worst teams in the NFL right now: the Houston Texans at the Indianapolis Colts. Taking the Colts for one. <laughs> just because
0: they're at home, I think Ellinger's quarterback, I don't he know. Is. It doesn't really matter. Oh. These two teams are both really bad. They tied week one. Maybe they'll tie. Maybe they'll tie yeah, again. Maybe. But uh, Colts for
1: one because I don't know why not. Yeah. Um, yeah. Matt Ryan is suiting up to be the backup. I don't know why. You've learned enough from Ellinger to know he's not anything. So why not just give Ryan another shot? It's uh, probably his last game ever, ever
0: starting. but
1: Probably, yeah. Um, give me the Colts for four. I think it'll be close, though. Uh, New York Jets at the Miami Dolphins. Got the Dolphins for three. I also have the Dolphins for three. Um, sounds like Teddy broke his finger. Even if Skylar Thompson plays, I think the Dolphins get it done because Thompson was pretty good when he prepared all week as a starter going into Minnesota game. He looked really good, uh, and then he, he busted his thumb in the second quarter and Teddy had to come
0: Wasn't in. he unbelievable in the preseason?
1: Unbelievable. He, he was literally preseason MVP yeah, yeah, of the yeah. entire league. He was unbelievable. <laughs> um, and it, it's tough for a backup to come in and sure. win during like during a game. But if, if you get a a whole week to prepare, things are a little different. Right. Uh, Car- Miami for three. Carolina at New Orleans.
0: We had New Orleans for six, mainly because they're at home.
1: Have the Saints for two. That what a boring season for both of those teams. <laughs> Carolina was yeah. kind of in it there in it there for a while, but
0: yeah. Do you think they uh, retain Wilkes?
1: I think so. It it sounds like that is gaining steam anyway.
0: Yeah, um, there was a report out there that they've been in contact with Jim Harbaugh, which we'll talk about here in a
1: bit. But yeah. which that's one I'm surprised we haven't heard with Miami because um, me too. I was Steven gonna ask Ross you about is, that. Uh, yep, Michigan li- man literally has a school of business there. So yeah but does he want to steal him from his alma mater and take him for his franchise? I don't know. <laughs> um, Cleveland Browns at the Pittsburgh Steelers. I have the Steelers for five. I have the Steelers for one. I don't know why I only put one on them. Uh, Chargers at Denver.
0: I actually have Denver for two because I'd be surprised if the Chargers are playing their starters.
1: Yeah. I didn't even think about that. And I have the Chargers for 13. <laughs> I mean, that's the only
0: reason. Um, And
1: uh, you I don't well, they they could jump Could Baltimore, they jump seating? They? I think they could jump Baltimore. Could they? Okay.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I I don't know.
1: On honestly the seating thing I couldn't care less. It's all yeah. about who's fighting for the one yep. seed if anything. Yeah. So, um but yeah. Uh Giants at Philadelphia. I got the Eagles for 10. I have the Eagles for 12 assuming Jalen Hurts is back. Yeah. Nick Minshew looked awful on Sunday. Yeah, he did. Um Arizona Cardinals at the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah,
0: got the 49ers for 16. I,
1: too, have the 49ers for 16. Uh, David David, Brown didn't look that bad, though.
0: Yeah, you know, good for him. Um, I never thought he would – I didn't think he'd make the NFL, let alone not only start one game, which was on Thanksgiving a couple years ago, but now two games for two different teams.
1: Pretty cool. It it seems like a smart move he got out of Detroit, too. Yeah. Um, Because they wanted to bring him back, but he chose to go somewhere else.
0: He Uh, went to Minnesota. Yeah. And then
1: now Arizona. Uh, L.A. Rams at the Seattle Seahawks. We
0: got the Seahawks for four.
1: I have the Seahawks for six. Uh, Dallas Cowboys at the Washington Commanders.
0: Cowboys for 15.
1: I have the Cowboys for eight. Um, Detroit Lions at the Green Bay Packers.
0: Packers for 11.
1: This will be the J-Man's book it prediction of the week. Um, Packers will win and make the playoffs. Unfortunately, they look dead in the water. Uh, I blame it on the Dolphins for not knocking them out. Uh, give me the Packers for seven. J-Man's Book and Prediction of the Week brought to you by Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance Agent Travis Watchering for Life, Home, Auto, Business, Renters, Workers, Comp, and Farm Insurance. Contact Travis at 219-869-4561. His email is travis.watchering at infb.com.
0: Yes, and we are glad Travis is back on board as a sponsor of the J-Man's Prediction of the Week. In 2023, he's been that for Oh goodness! I don't know how many years now, but uh, almost the entire the
1: duration of the show. It's been a while. It's
0: been a long time. So we're we're glad to have his support.
1: Uh, do you have any other NFL thoughts?
0: Well, um, I mean, I kind of wonder. Well, I want to save save some other thoughts for my uh, bowl predictions.
1: Fair. Uh, yeah. I have on this day pulled up, so you want to be educated? I do. On this day in 1920, the Boston Red Sox baseball club owner, Harry Frazee, announced his agreement to sell slugger Babe Ruth to the New York Yankees for $125,000 in cash and a $350,000 loan. Uh, Start of the 84-year Curse of the Bambino.
0: Yeah, I think he wants that one back.
1: Yeah. 125 dollars a lot of money back then, but uh, yeah. he would have made a lot more with uh, Babe Ruth hitting fourth in his lineup. You know,
0: it was on this day. Oh, well, oh, nope. I'll let you fish it because you might actually read it. Never mind. Never no. mind. <laughs> on Never this mind. day
1: in 1971 was the first AFC championship game played at Memorial Stadium in Baltimore where the Baltimore Colts beat the Oakland Raiders 27-17. So then
0: that would have been Super Bowl three, then after that?
1: Sure. <laughs> I Maybe. Don't, I honestly don't know. I thought Super Bowl three was in the um, – was well, 69, I'm pretty sure. So oh, pretty okay. Well.
0: That was Colts and Jets. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, 1973, a 12 man syndicate led by Michael Burke and George Steinbrenner III buys MLB's is... New York Yankees from CBS for $10 million.
0: That's what I was just going to say. So I'm glad I held off. So yeah, I, I saw <laughs> on Twitter today 10 mil. <laughs> um,
1: I, I don't even want to do the math on return on investment, but uh, they'd be up in the five. Billions at this ridiculous. point, maybe 10, 10 billion at this yeah, point.
0: Ridiculous.
1: Um, on this day in 1981, American golfer, your favorite, Johnny Miller. No. Won the sport's first million dollar tournament when he beat Seve Ballesteros of Spain in a playoff oh. in the inaugural million dollar world challenge at Sun City, South Africa.
0: I'm sure he'd be the first one to tell you all about it, shot by shot, too. I think we got through 2022 barely mentioning him on the pod, and our first <laughs> one of 2023 comes up. Yep. That's just great. well
1: uh, Sebi had nice, uh,
0: nice unibrow going on. Back Sebi in the had day. a he heck of a good. career. He was a, he was a good he one. Was Anthony
1: Davis before Anthony Davis was a thing? <laughs> uh, on this day in, um. We're in the '90s here. On the day in 1993, the comeback quarterback Frank Reich, uh, Frank Reich leads Buffalo Bills back from a 32-point deficit to defeat the Houston Oilers in overtime.
0: Yes, I remember watching that. Uh, When I was growing up, I think my dad subscribed. The year he subscribed to Sports Illustrated must have been '93 because they Mm -hmm. sent him like a year-in-review VHS. I used to watch that all the time growing up, and that was that was in the NFL portion.
1: So. Interesting. Mm -hmm. 1994, Steve Young of the 49ers becomes the first quarterback to win three straight passing titles.
0: Man, you know, we talk about the Colts a lot of times, getting lucky going from Manning to Luck or the Packers with Favre to Rodgers, but Mm -hmm. Niners were the first to do it,
1: Montana to Young. Yep. Uh, On this day in 2001, who won the third BCS National Championship game?
0: Oh, one, that was uh, Miami Hurricanes over Nebraska.
1: Incorrect. Oklahoma. Beats Florida State thirteen to two. Is that an actual score? Um, <laughs> who won in two thousand two? So then that was Miami. Yep, Miami beat Nebraska. Nebraska baby.
0: then then Ohio State beat Miami. Okay, yep. I
1: got my ears. Okay, yep. all right. Um, on this day in two thousand seven. High-profile Miami Dolphins NFL head coach Nick Saban resigns after agreeing to return to college football. The devil himself would be
0: interesting to see what he would have done in Miami if he stuck around a little
1: longer. Would have been interesting if he made the right quarterback uh, decision. No, that too. That too. Um, That is going to do it for on this day. We got other stuff to uh, get to.
0: And that is the on this day segment, which is brought to you by in twenty twenty three, like it was in twenty twenty two. Mooney Woodcrafts. Mooney Woodcrafts is a veteran-owned and operated woodcraft shop based out of North Carolina with Indiana Grassroots. They provide 100% hand-cut custom designs to fit your needs, and their pieces make a great addition to any home, office, or man cave. You can see some of their recently completed projects at Mooney Woodcrafts on Instagram and Facebook. And let them know the Tan and j Man Show sent you for 15% off your order. So let Thad know Tan and j Man Show sent you. Get those orders in and get 15% off. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, well, let's go ahead. Uh, let's do some word association before do we it. get into talking uh, about too many other things. And uh, we are in the year of 2023, the Jordan year, right?
1: Yeah.
0: So I went through and named some guys, some athletes who have worn <coughs> the number 23 Ooh. besides Michael Jordan. I like it. Starting with LeBron James.
1: Um, second greatest of all time, probably. Um, That's fair, maybe the greatest athlete to ever play any sport.
0: See that dunk he had last night. No, he had a reverse dunk last night. 38 like, years old. I'm like, 38 years old, should not be doing that. Yeah.
1: Um, he's 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 also on one that. of the more unlikable superstars of our generation, sure, for sure,
0: sure. Marshawn Lynch,
1: Marshawn, he's he's a fun guy character. <laughs> um, Gonna say what he wants to say, doesn't care who's around. Nope. beast mode, Skittles.
0: Frank Gore,
1: oh man, the Hall of Famer, good yeah. running back, a long time running back. <laughs> time. Um, yeah, he had some good years with San Francisco.
0: Jimmy Butler,
1: Jimmy, um, cool story. I mean, he, he was homeless growing up, goes to a junior college, goes to Marquette, it's, it's literally a rags to riches sort of story, and now he's um. Star in the NBA. Don Mattingly. Uh he, he could hit. Evansville's own uh, mm-hmm. great defensive first baseman, too. Terrible manager.
0: Was uh, captain for the Yankees before Derek Jeter.
1: Yep. Some Ryan- bad, bad Yankees team. Player. Yes.
0: Ryan Sandberg.
1: <laughs> Rhino. Uh, greatest second baseman in Cubs history. One of the best second basemen ever. Um, Hall of Famer. Gold Glover. Steal bases. Hit homers.
0: Another mm-hmm. one that his coaching career hasn't been that great.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't think he has any any chance now. Now now he does um, cannabis uh, commercials. Oh, does area. he? Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. Devin Hester.
1: Greatest returner ever. I will never forget him returning that kick uh, in the Super Bowl. Peyton talks about it, how he mm-hmm. <laughs> he thought they were kicking away uh, from him, so he didn't even really watch it. Then he hears the roar of the crowd. And they, what are you doing?
0: Yep. Uh, he was
1: unbelievable that year. So, in
0: particular, um, unbelievable whole career. He was yeah. even good for the for the uh, Falcons and even the Ravens a yeah. little bit. But yeah, he uh borderline Hall of Famer just by returning kicks. He he
1: might get in as a specialist. Yeah, yeah I mean he guy. was
0: he was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Anthony
1: Davis, Unibrow himself. Um, yep. I, I remember reading a story about him from his junior year of high school to his senior year. He grew ten inches. He was six one, ended up six eleven with point guard skills, went to Kentucky, won a national title. Um, had a great NBA career when he's healthy.
0: Yeah. When he's healthy, he's made it glass. Mm -hmm. Calipari's only title at Kentucky.
1: Yeah. And I don't don't think he's going to get one anytime soon either. Zach Grinke. Um, maybe the weirdest, most socially awkward professional athlete ever. Um, but man, he's a borderline hall of famer as well. He's been around since 2005. Wow. Uh, He's been around forever. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he signed anywhere for this upcoming year or not. Two more here. Blake Griffin. Uh, one of the best, most fun dunkers um, of the past 15, 20 years or so. Uh, that
0: dunk contest in 2011 was stupid
1: yeah. fun. When he burst onto the scene, he was dunking over everyone. It was it was fun to watch.
0: And remember, he uh, won Rookie of the Year because his actual rookie year in 2010, he
1: like, broke me. his
0: kneecap. Yeah. Yeah. And Draymond Green.
1: Yeah. Um, Top three least favorite Big Ten athletes ever. Um he's on his same old stuff in the NBA too. Turned into one of the best defenders in NBA history, and I think he's probably gonna be a Hall of Famer. Yeah, I can't I can't stand you saying it's that, but I, I can't I can't disagree with that. It really is unbelievable. He's really get, a and, winner, but Yeah. yeah. I, I guess you could say the same thing. Man, I remember watching Tom Brady at Michigan he was nothing. I you know, know. Sort of I deal. know.
0: Some guys just Find the right yeah. fit in the pros, and but and I couldn't stand him wearing more green if, and white.
1: If he wouldn't ended up in Golden State, he'd be playing over in Europe. You're right. By You're right. Three, it's, it's, it's finding the
0: fit. It's kind of yeah. like what the Spurs used to do. Absolutely. Pop used to get some guys, and they were phenomenal. Yep. Um, but that's going to do it for the Word Association segment, which is brought to you by like it was in 2022, Performa Print 2 Promo Group. If you're looking for a trustworthy, dependable resource for your next trade show, company picnic, or a sales meeting in 2023, Performer Print 2 Promo Group has over 50 years combined experience in promotional products and commercial print. They strive for a fast and efficient response to all your print needs. You need to look no further. Let them be your one-source print and promotional company today by giving Barbara Van Weinsberg a call at 574-210-3815. Wanna
1: talk some bold predictions here? We have Yes, sir. We have eight of them. Yep. Um
0: we have twenty-three in total, but we're gonna split it up over three three shows.
1: Eight this week, eight next week, and then yep. uh seven. Yep. Yep next week. What's your first one?
0: My first one. And I was trying to go in order, like chronological order, and then it got yeah, out man, of hand. So it's gonna be spread out all over the place. It's just whatever came to my mind while I was doing this. My first one, the state of Indiana will have at least three teams in the NCAA tournament. Who do you think gets in? Purdue, Indiana, and Indiana State State.
1: as of this moment.
0: Yes. Yes. But I would not be surprised. Watch out for Purdue-Fort Wayne to win their conference tournament.
1: Rory McIlroy will win the Masters. There we go. (laughs) There we go. Had to start with that one. There we go. I love that.
0: My number two, Tom Brady will retire after
1: the playoffs. Mm. It's Yeah, I, think I could see that happening. Um, Illinois will win the Big Ten West next year. New quarterback coming in, defense. I mean, they they had all their defensive backs opt out and had to play a bunch of freshmen. They played great against one of the best passing um, offenses in the uh, country yesterday. Um, could get their entire defensive line back, offensive line back. Uh, receiving quarterback, I think they'll be solid. It, honestly, they'll probably win seven or eight games and uh, probably be right there once again because I think the Big Ten West will be kind of down again. It
0: actually made me excited seeing the way the Illinois defense was playing yesterday because mm-hmm. hopefully that's a future look at what Purdue defense could yeah. be. So, uh, My next once college football related as well. Bryce Young will be the first quarterback selected in the 2023 NFL draft.
1: I think that has a very high probability of happening. Um, although C.J. Stroud looked really good against he Georgia. Did. Um, he that did. could propel him up. Um, no Big Ten teams will get past the Sweet 16 for the second year in a row. you could see it. It's probably yeah. a pretty safe bet, actually. Yeah. Uh,
0: Jim Harbaugh will be an NFL coach come week one. Book it. I don't know where. He's mm-hmm. going to have some options. But I think, you know, he's close at Michigan, but I, I don't know if they can do
1: it. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I completely agree. Uh, This is Ohio State related. Ryan Day will be fired after losing to Michigan for the third straight season. I could see it. Yeah,
0: I could see it. It's unbelievable that fan base is fed up with him already. They're (laughs) so spoiled. (laughs) The Masters will be won by someone from the Live Tour.
1: Mm. Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers will be a Miami Dolphin next year. Or next season, I should say. Derek Carr, no. I I hate it all. I hate it all. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, I I think Derek Carr it will be somewhere else. I don't. I don't. Maybe, maybe Indy. I don't know. Maybe Washington. I
1: don't know. In Indy's got to go complete teardown. I That's would think
0: so, but, <laughs> but the quarterback I see mocked them a lot. Mock drafts. I don't know if I'd won either. So who is it? Will Levis?
1: Uh, yeah. No, He's awful this year. I know uh, the got the to tools, love him. but good lord.
0: The Colorado Avalanche will repeat as Stanley Cup champions, but right now they're the seventh seed, but they have been banged up, and now they're starting to get some guys healthy, so we'll see if they can make a run.
1: This is very bold here, but Live Golf will fold due to money issues. They're going to run that is out of money. Bold. That
0: is pretty bold. It could happen, though. We'll, we'll see. This will be John Calipari's last season at Kentucky.
1: Could I absolutely see. I think the fans are getting fed up with it. He's He's not winning anymore like he used to. Uh, They're they're not scary like they used to be Mm -hmm. uh, recruiting-wise or even on the court. Um, Mm -hmm. Absolutely see it. Uh, The NFL will finally hire full-time officials. Long time coming. Long overdue. Yes.
0: In my last one for uh, part one of our three-part 23 bowl prediction for 2023, Caleb Williams will repeat as the Heisman Trophy winner. I like it.
1: I like it. My last one here, uh, this feels really bold. Uh, the Chicago Cubs will make the playoffs. Whoa! Um, mainly because there's a seventh playoff team. Um, you look at the rest of the National League, um, the NL East Braves, Mets, Phillies, going to be good. Um, Nationals, trash. Gutter trash. Um, Marlins have the pitching staff, but they got to start trading from that depth they have for some offense. So I'm going to categorize them as trash. Reds trash, Pirates trash, uh, Rockies trash, Diamondbacks trash, Giants are going to be trash. Um, So that, in my opinion, for all of those spots, um, you're you're, going to have Braves, Phillies, Mets, Cardinals, Dodgers, Padres. So that's six, okay? Cubs, Brewers. I think Brewers will take a step back. They'll still be able to pitch. Their offense will be trash. Um, Cubs, though, with some of the moves they've made, uh, got significantly better defensively in center field, significantly better defensively at second base now that they're moving Nico to second. Um, Pitching staff should be good. It's been good here the past couple years anyway. Bullpen should be good. As of right now, they're projected in that, like, 78 to 82 win sort of thing. So if you look on the high end of that, win a couple extra games, 85 wins, I think gets you in. Uh, so that that's my logic behind saying the Cubs will uh, make the playoffs and usually I don't uh look at the Cubs through uh, rose colored glasses but uh tonight's one of those rare times.
0: Yeah, who are you and what do you do with my co-host
1: but uh, I, don't you, know. I think gave it's me because gr- all my other sports teams are starting to implode in on themselves. He so.
0: gave me a great t-shirt idea just the word trash with the trash can on it because you said trash about a dozen times in that segment. I need to clip that because one of those teams you call trash will end up surprising there, everybody.
1: There's there's always a surprise yeah. uh, team, and maybe the Cubs will be that surprise yeah. team. But yeah. you, you look at the other team, I just don't see it, yeah. and, and maybe that's that's why they're surprised. The Marlins are the only team I could see being like an act, a legit surprise. Yeah. Um So.
0: It'll be interesting to watch, but that was definitely bold. One, I did not see that coming. Mm-hmm. I I figured the Cubs were going to be in there somewhere Summer. on your twenty three, but I I didn't know if it'd be positive or negative. But I I didn't see that one. So yeah. You know. Well, we got about nine minutes left. Uh, college hoops, college hoops, uh, Big Ten hoops. I got that uh, that feeling that's too well known to me over the years is that numbness. Last night after another. Close loss of a clutch shot and losing to Rutgers for the fifth time out of the last six meetings.
1: Um, the last person you want to see walk through that door becoming number one if you're Purdue is Steve Peichel. Um, yeah, it used to be Geo
0: Baker, now it's Steve Peichel.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, they. I mean, I I didn't. I only. Li- I literally forgot Purdue was playing. Uh, and then I checked the score and it was a tie game with a minute and a half left or something. Um, Fletcher, Fletcher, is it Fletcher or Foster? Yeah, Fletcher. Um, Fletcher hits that big three to take the lead. And then uh, they come down guy. One of their transfer pickups, Spencer. Yeah, um, yeah. Cam, Cam Spencer is that his name. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. McCauley
0: was phenomenal the last yeah, eight which, minutes or so, yeah. and and I understand Ethan Morton made a mistake of overplaying and sliding down to help Brainsmith Smith with McCauley because McCauley was scoring on that back down, mm-hmm. and he was scoring by missing the shots, then jumping up and tipping them in usually, or coming down and going back up with it. So he most likely was going to score again, which would have been fine because. Get it to overtime, Purdue was going to win because Rutgers was in big foul trouble. A lot of guys had three, if not four, fouls. But the one thing I told my fiancees when right after Purdue made that, Matt Painter took timeout, which I was fine with. A lot of people ripping him today, but I was fine with that, you know, because, you know, the, Everybody else saying, well, he shouldn't have taken a timeout because Rutgers didn't have any timeouts. Let him. That gave him time to you know, set up a play. I get that, but it also gave Matt time to set up a defense mm-hmm. and try to set up a play if Rutgers scored, even though he had another timeout to use, and he ended up using it anyways. Point, point being, I said we cannot give up a three-point look. Give him a two, can't give up a three. Mm -hmm. that's what happened he made a heck of a ball fake heck of a shot
1: yeah I mean it was a decent contest by now yeah it was
0: it was Um, and Purdue got a good look at Mm -hmm. the end uh, just didn't make it and I was afraid they were going to drop one this week out of the three games but I didn't think it would be that one now I'm really nervous because I'm like oh man if they drop another one or even god forbid two in a row two more in a row here this week they could really go on a little skid but um, it'll be interesting to see what they're made of come uh, Thursday night in Columbus.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, Columbus or Columbus, Ohio State coming off a uh, shellacking of Northwestern. And yeah, Northwestern too. They look pretty good doing it.
0: And so. I will give it up to the Mackey crowd. No students there, but mm-hmm. they said the decibel level was the second highest in Mackey Arena history. Wow, that's interesting. So good, good for the folks <clears throat> getting on their feet because first half Purdue played bad. Purdue was bad, down twelve a half. Mm-hmm. So, um, but they climbed um, back
1: into it. I, I wish it was the same. In Champagne when students are not there because the decibel level is about the same as um people praying in church when um Illinois is playing at oh, home Oh, it was
0: for a while for Purdue, but then when Purdue got yeah. into it, they seemed like the last eight minutes they were on their feet constantly. And <laughs> just darn things that got bit them in the butt last year, untimely turnovers and free throws.
1: Yeah, they haven't really turned the ball over that much. Yeah, and they, they were last 15, night, I think last night. Rutgers defense gets point. after you. Yeah, they're tough. Um, Steve Pike a heck of a ball. They, coach. They are
0: physical. They're physical. They got a punch in the yeah. mouth. Rutgers um,
1: was terrible before he took over. Yeah. He's, he's turned them into a good basketball yeah. program. Good for they him. They're legitimately
0: good. Um, they belong in the Big Ten for basketball. Yeah. And Purdue will not see them again unless it's in the Big Ten tournament. They don't have a rematch at Jersey Mike's, which I'm okay with. Even though I'd like a a chance at them again, but I hate playing. Uh,
1: I don't know if you want to play at the rack. Yeah, always the rack. Jersey Mike's. Nope. Um, Big 10 play fully underway uh, Nebraska yes. at Michigan State tonight Michigan State's already doubling up Nebraska uh,
0: I, I figured Nebraska would cover the seven point spread but maybe not
1: uh, give me Michigan State uh, then Minnesota at Wisconsin Wisconsin yeah Wisconsin 12 a half point favorites they cover uh, Penn State at Michigan
0: I want to take Penn State, but I'm taking Michigan.
1: <laughs> I do too, but I think I'm going to take <laughs> Michigan. If they win, they're 3 0 in the Big Ten after all that crap mm-hmm. losing to Central Michigan. Um, Illinois traveling to Northwestern. Yeah, Illinois win them. Illinois get them. Uh, Illinois is favored, which is shocking because the way they, they did look a lot better. Again, they, they played Bethune Cookman, so you got to take it with a grain of salt, but uh, their energy level was so much better. And hopefully it's uh, they can match that at Northwestern. Give me Northwestern, though. Uh, road game. Oh, come on. I You you thought I was doing the same thing when I picked against them when they're playing Missouri, but I've, yeah, I've been true. watching them every game. Yeah. Um, and I, I just don't see them winning um, on the road for whatever reason. Give me Northwestern. Uh, Thursday night, we have Maryland at Rutgers. Rutgers. Give me Rutgers. I don't know if Maryland makes the NCAA tournament. <laughs> That's my uh, thoughts on it. Uh, number one, Purdue at Ohio State.
0: Yeah. The number one ranking is falling off no matter what happens the rest of the week, but uh, give me Purdue in a bounce pack. I think it's a close one though. Uh,
1: nobody has size that can match up with, um, Zach. He got in foul
0: trouble early last night. So that was
1: another key to the game. Um, give me Ohio state at home. I think their guard play will be a little better. Um, First, I mean, they, they had a road game at Nebraska, uh, but eh, Nebraska's tough to play. I guess Ohio mm-hmm. State's probably not as tough to play at than at Nebraska. So, uh, But give me Ohio State. Uh, Indiana at Iowa. Reeling Iowa. I think Iowa gets it done. They get they have IU's number up there. Um, I just actually got notification. Patrick McCaffrey is uh, taking a leave of absence because he has uh, pretty severe anxiety. Um, so he's taking a leave of absence. They'll be without him. Iowa's looked bad. Uh, give me Indiana on the road. Uh, Friday night. Do we have any? There are no games Friday night. Saturday we have um, we have Nebraska at Minnesota. Nebraska. Um, oh man, both teams are bad. Give me Nebraska though on the road. Uh, Wisconsin at Illinois, twelve thirty, ESPN two. I think Illinois. I think it's a good week for you this week. I hope so. They need it. Uh, give me Illinois at home. I think they split this week. Um, it'll it'll probably be the opposite of what I think. Um, but uh, Michigan at Michigan State. Michigan State. Give me Michigan State as well. Then Sunday we have. That
0: sucks. They're playing that game without students.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, seriously. Wow. Yeah, it's usually later. Ah, in come the year. on,
0: Big Ten. That's messed up.
1: Um, Northwestern at Indiana. IU. Give me IU. Iowa at Rutgers. Rutgers, uh, give me Rutgers. Ohio State at Maryland. Ohio State, give me Maryland in that one. Uh, Purdue at Penn State. It's, it's at the plethra. Um, plethra,
0: whatever. Yeah, plethora, Yeah. <laughs> give me, give, give me Penn State. I was ready to pick them all week. I oh. thought Purdue would go two and one and lose at Penn State. So, I'm scared to death of the rest of the week, Josh.
1: Yeah. Um. Penn. Penn State bombs away from three. If they're, I hitting, know. It's come that they're they're a coach's nightmare to play against because they shoot so many threes, yeah. uh, but they can be off as well. And Purdue plays good defense. Give me Purdue on that one. Um, so uh, that, any other college basketball? I think I pretty much covered it. I don't think so. Um, I haven't watched a ton outside the big 10 yet this year. So. I haven't either. Um, and honestly, because Illinois has not been playing well lately, I have not really watched big 10 basketball. It's funny how before. that happens, isn't it? I I don't like I don't like seeing the standings right now. Um Bertie Bogey, Brock Purdy recorded his fifth straight game with multiple touchdown passes, which is tied for the second longest streak by a rookie quarterback since 1970 merger. Who is the quarterback that has the longest streak?
0: I have a couple names that come to mind. I don't think this guy's right, but I'm gonna kick myself if I don't go with him. Andrew Luck. Incorrect.
1: Justin Herbert. He wasn't, and darn it, he wasn't even in my mind. Yeah, so. I, w- I wouldn't have guessed him either.
0: I was thinking Rothsburg, because he had a good rookie yeah, year. Yeah, Big Ben had
1: a great rookie so. year. Um, well, shoot. Off
0: off yeah. Start off with a bogey. Son of a gun.
1: Starting off with a right, Picking up right where you left off. Actually, you've uh, been pretty hot lately. Oh, boy. Uh, thanks for watching the Tan and J-Man show live on the ISC Network. We'll be back at it. Regularly scheduled time. Regularly, regularly scheduled day. Have a fantastic week, everybody.